Hey y'all, I'm Harley and you're listening to the Beautiful Gray Podcast. The Beautiful Gray Podcast is all about finding a more moderate middle gray in between a lot of extreme black and white views to have more questions than answers. Hope you enjoy and let's get to today's episode. Hey guys, welcome. Um, We have our second interview today. Um, To preface this interview, I want to just remind you what I reminded you in the interview with Corey previously, that everything we talk about is up for debate. It's for discussion. The whole purpose of this uh, podcast and conversations that we have is just to create a conversation, to create questions. So as we talk about what we're talking about today, keep that in mind. I I actually had someone reach out to me and, and they had a conversation. They said, I didn't really agree with some of the stuff you said. I'm like, that's awesome. And it created another conversation and that's the purpose. So if uh, you hear something in here and it spurs something in you, whether good, bad, you're frustrated, you agree, let me know. Let's talk about it and have a conversation. So getting into what we're talking about today, we're going to be talking about the difference in career and calling, your work and the will of God, something in between that and and how we honor God and what we do for a living if that has to be a career or calling, everything in between. So um, let me introduce who's going to be with me today. I have Jacob Phillips, a really good friend of mine. Um, and he, for this topic, has a lot on his heart, I know, because he's walking through it, has walked through it, and will continue to walk through it. So um, Jacob, tell me why this specific topic rings true to your heart. Yeah, man. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Yeah, I got the text. I was like, oh, man, I'm already getting thrown on. Let's go. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is a it's bittersweet. Used to have a podcast, and so being able to be back on this, man, love the perspective. I know we talked a little bit earlier. I love how you lead people to wisdom, not necessarily to answers. And I think that's that gray yeah. uh, vernacular um, that you're using for that. And so, yeah, man, super excited. But for me, there's just been this this tension. I, I not to go too far into it, but I, I played baseball for a long time, mm-hmm. and I felt like ever since baseball, because that was my calling. Yeah. I was like. My dad, like I, I, I'm, he, he went and played, you know, professional ball. And he was my dad, and he was going to teach me, and I was going to play in the major leagues. I was that major league dreamer. When, when the, when the teacher asked you, like growing up, like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? I, there was no baseball. hesitation. Like everybody kind of was like, I don't really know, astronaut, you know, doctor. I was like, baseball player. I'm believing. <laughs> I like, love it. Yeah. I'm expecting. Uh, I tied every Sunday, wanting to play. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but no, so I played baseball until college, and it felt. It seems like ever since I. I lost that calling per se, and I had to find a career now, a real job, a real job, <laughs> right? That this tension of like, okay, what is a calling versus career? And it's really been this tension that's been, and you know, on my heart, um, and 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 why I wanted to really hit on that today, of because I've been like job, you know, I went from youth ministry from a church, I moved here to do that in my head, like, okay, this is going to be, you know, temporary. I got another job. And then all of a sudden life kind of changed. And I was like, okay, this is temporary again, got another job. And so it's like, it's, it's, it's been through these seasons that, that I've been trying to discern this aspect of, of career and calling because we're all called by God, I believe. And, Mm -hmm. and what that looks like in my perspective, especially playing baseball, I assume that the calling um, being called by God was, was through my career and what that looks yeah. like yep and how i'm obedient to my career um like i even went to a church camp man and almost i say almost i i went up to the front and was like i'm i'm called to full-time ministry because you know i'm a, I'm a go-getter like yeah if people were doing something i'm like I'm, I'm all in you know i really did i felt like the lord was leading me it's full-time ministry but i never really felt like this was my calling to yeah. bring that yep you know word back up um and so I, that's why I think this this tension for me and why I, I want to discuss this today, you know, back and forth, um, is to get that gray area because the extreme yeah. I think is is that your career is your calling or or vice versa, your calling is your career. Yeah. And so being able to unpack that uh, will, uh, my hope, lead us into this wondering and totally. this adventure of like, okay, what what is a calling? What is a career? Yeah, that, and, and, and how they kind of coincide with each other. Even you saying that, I think the question that comes to everyone's mind, and and the the only way you can even move forward in a discussion talking about the difference of a calling and career is what is a calling? We yeah. know what a career is. It's, yeah. it's it's where you go to work, how yeah. you get paid. It's where the paycheck comes it's, from. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. regardless of what you do for your quote unquote calling, like your career is it's, it's pretty hard to debate yeah. what it is, you know. Um, but the question is, what that really I think is up for debate is what is your calling so i'm curious to you what's your calling not just you specifically right. for if, if anybody's listening yeah and the other thing is is 
the calling of God the exact same for every person. Mm. Mm. I would my my initial uh, answer to that is is yes. I think that they are the same that for they, everyone. That that the calling of of God. Now you can get into the specifics, but if you're if if we want to if you know I don't want to go into the extreme. Well, this, well, that. Yeah. The gray for me, and and the simple answer is yes. Because you have things I again I believe because I know this can get touchy with some some people um, is that there's a there's a thing called common grace that I do believe as well mm-hmm. that there's a grace for everyone and that that and to kind of I guess push or to to argue with my answer um, or with it to 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 provide you know clarity with it is work is pre fall not post fall and so I I think. Explain what that is, because for some people they might not. True, true. Thing. So, so you know, the fall of man, right? Mm-hmm. When sin entered to into entered into the world, I believe that the Lord called us to to um, right. Our calling was um, what's the right word uh, was put upon us, or mm-hmm. that we were we were to be obedient in this calling mm-hmm. in the garden, yeah. and He told us to go and cultivate the land. In Genesis. So, the, and that was, so what you're saying is before sin entered, we work. Yes. And work, work is not a product of sin. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's now there is a difference between post fall and pre fall of of sin entering the world yep. and working because of that. Mm-hmm. And then sin is not entered into the world and us still cultivating the land. Mm-hmm. So, yes, thanks for the clarification. Um, but that's why I believe that we're all called is because when he created the, in Genesis, the man and woman, he said, go and, and, and cultivate the land. And so if we're all the seed of Adam and Eve, right, then it's it, the roots of it has spread through everyone from the Lord that he has called us. Now, the specifics on what has he called us to, hopefully we can, that's mm-hmm. what we'll yeah, discuss yeah. Um, and why I'm doing my own soul searching in that um, and, and, and how that and how that kind of uh permeates into our calling totally or yeah into our calling yeah i think i think there has to be a distinction a lot of times people will will get into a discussion and talk about the fact that humans are different like you and i even are different the way our minds work the way we're geared or what we're passionate about is different yes and 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 it's beautiful because god's created us that way there's some people and maybe you're listening to this and if i were to say hey I want you to get in front of a hundred people and share your idea. You'd be like, yeah, I'd rather die. Like, (laughs) but there's some people who are like, where's the mic? Like, give me the mic. And and I think there's a difference in personality and build and passion, Mm -hmm. which I think kind of confuses some people because they said, well, God made me this way. Mm -hmm. So I must be called to do something in the way that I've been made. Right. And I think there gets this weird middle ground, this gray, because people are like, I'm created to speak because right. I'm, I'm good at it. Right. I know for me, like if I'm being honest, I feel like there's, I have a gifting to teach and to speak. I don't get uncomfortable in front of big crowds, mm. which is rare. Like yeah. if you look at like the, the top 10 fears of human beings, like most of them, it's yeah. like public speaking is one. <laughs> and then like, and then death. death yeah. <laughs> it's like, I would literally <laughs> rather die. die. <laughs> and um, I think there's something that's so funny is like, I love it. Like it gives yeah. me life to be. There's baby. somebody else listening to this that are like, like throwing <laughs> up right now hearing <laughs> that. If I, had, likes to, <laughs> if I had to get up in front of two people and speak. Yeah. But like, oh but God. at the same thing, it's, I, I, I think I would rather, like, if you look at your fears, right. if, if I were to look at my fears and the way I'm built, one of my fears is doing something monotonous, like mm-hmm. doing anything that's just repetitive yeah. without um, fresh new th- like that. So accounting my, is your calling. Huh? Yeah, I would. I think I, I'm dying <laughs> is before accounting. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of people will mistake the way they've been built that's for what good. they've been called to do as a career that's because they, they feel like, well, God made me this way. Mm. So, well, if he made me this way, I must do that for a job. Mm. So what do you say to someone who's saying, hey, I'm built a diff- I'm built different. I'm, I'm, I'm built different. If I am an accountant. I work for Deloitte. <laughs> if you're listening and you're built different. No, uh, but th- what would you say to someone who's saying, hey, I'm, I'm built different than a lot of people. I'm yeah. passionate about something that I feel like God can use. Is that my calling? Do I have to make that my job? And mm. how, how, does he, how do you find a spot in that? I would love to sit here and say the exact scripture, but what is the name of it? The the book? Um, it's in there. But it's in there. It's in Google scripture, it. right? Google <laughs> it, please, and, and fact check me for sure. But the Lord gives us giftings, and so a lot of the times, you know, we we're talking a little bit before the podcast. Like 
a lot of the time the Jesus leaves us in this gray area. He puts it, he puts some, some broccoli or he puts some, some, um, uh, you know, chicken on a plate or whatever it might be of, of, of food for thought per se for that phrase. And then he hands us a plate and then, Hey, go eat and chew on it yourself. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily say, boom, this is, this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some, there's some uh, um, objectives that Jesus does have for us as human beings. And one of those, he gives us this outline of, of giftings. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, go fact check me on those giftings. Um, but he, he says those uh, uh, pretty plainly of like, this is what uh, gifting is. It's, uh, um, you know, uh, preaching or um, which, which is it's prophecy. Five-fold, five-fold ministry. So it's it, like the five exactly. gifts to the church in the styles and giftings that you may have so teaching prophecy evangelist exactly uh, um apostle those yes, things yes so he'll he'll give us um he'll get he'll give us those specific attributes i would say per person right um but i, I would say you can be creative in that like if you in, enjoy using that gifting to then make a, a, a living now i'll give a, a great shout out um because he explained this great in this podcast jordan um um, I forgot his last name, but there's a there's a po- podcast called Mere Christians, mm-hmm. and he goes into this perfectly. So as a resource for you guys, if you want to kind of you know search this out yourself, he he goes in and he invites all of these you know accountants or quote unquote ordinary people. Or, yeah. ordinary people. Even a lunch lady was on there. Yeah. Like how and he's like, how does the gospel influence your work? And I love that That's question cool, yeah. because it's it's almost turning our question on its head. Of like it doesn't matter what your career or per se your calling is, but the gospel is going to influence that. But it's how you how do it. you mm. do it. Yeah. Um. And so that's what I would say is like, great if you enjoy like if you feel like this is what you are called to, that's great. But if you're in a job and you don't feel called to it, I think the question in there is like feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, is the gospel based off of feeling? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Um. Uh. So if you're in like for. Me personally, I don't feel like what I'm doing as my work is my calling. Mm-hmm. But um, if you're in a, like you said earlier, if you're in a Taco Bell line, do you think the guy giving you a taco is he? Is he? You know, proclaiming? Could he be, the, living, could he be living in the, calling, in the yeah. calling? Yes. And it, it's for me, it's a matter of a heart posture versus your circumstance. And no, we talk about yes. that word a lot yep. in church. You know, get out of your circumstance. This is what you can do. Like circumstance might be hard. But in this instance, it, it's like leveling the playing field for everyone. It doesn't matter what your circumstance is. The Lord doesn't say, hey, if you're struggling, don't worry about sharing the gospel or don't worry about loving people. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're if you're on a mountaintop or a valley low, he never even says those words technically um, of dealing with hardship or not, which I'm not downgrading anybody's sure. struggle. Like, I hope you have community and I'm and like we can be there for you. Yeah, like, Let's yeah. go. Like I'm in it. Right. I love serving people in that way. Um, but my point is in this aspect, career versus calling the position you're in, it's not necessarily, Oh, back to your you know podcast position versus season. That really blessed me of whatever position you're in. You know, you might even get caught up in all the seasons and you get, get distracted of loving the person that you're yeah. right beside. If, if you're not understanding what position you're in. So anyways, not to get on a tangent, man, I, I would say it's a heart posture, um, and, and how you're utilizing the position that you're in mm-hmm. leveling the playing field between the, the, the taco bell guy or an employee and the, you know, top executive at, a, at, at JP Morgan, yep. they're all called to, to, to proclaim the gospel just yes. as Jordan says in, in his, in his podcast. So, yeah, I, th- I think really it, it, this is going to sound, we're only about 13 minutes in, but I think yeah. it, it and, and there's a lot of discussion to come from it. This yeah. is the start of a, of an answer that creates a lot more, que- it creates a lot more questions. Yeah. But I think if you really get down to it, what God has called you to do has literally nothing to do with what you get paid for. Mm. It can. Mm. For instance, if God's called me to, to honor people, to love people, and what I'm doing is not honoring people, then it might change my career. Let's say my career is stealing. Right, like, right. Like, like you look at a tax collector, right, In, in uh, when Jesus was calling people. Oh, great. A tax collector's entire job was to take advantage of people for their own profit. Yeah. So when Jesus said, let me show you a new way, I'm going to show you what you're called to do, it changed their career. Yeah. And I think some of us, when we receive our calling, which is not a career, it changes our career. Mm. Because Jesus may say, hey, I want you to, to give up your life 
right. for other, ever the people. Right. But if your career is entirely made off of taking advantage of people for yourself, it might change your career. Yes. However, yes. I think there's also the flip side where some people feel like, well, I gave my life to the Lord. What great thing is he going to step me into? That's good. I don't know why, but I think churches have made the epitome of stepping into your calling, being a missionary pastor. Like there's yeah. no other yeah. thing. Right. Like what if you don't want to be a pastor? Can yeah. you do your calling? Well, can, can Christians be accountants? Like, for, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I hope. Yeah, exactly. It, and again, not dogging any pat like you were yeah. a pastor. I was a pastor. Yeah. And I love my pastors. And I and I man, if, and it is if a you're calling called to, to love people to love people yeah. because you're laying down your life. Okay, yes. let me ask you a question then. Can you can a pastor not fulfill their calling? Can While I, being a pastor, I say, hey, I, oh, I work at a church. Absolutely. Explain that. Absolutely. Because I've heard from a pastor that it was obvious that because what what are we called to, to be as Christians? For Right. That's the whole question we're, we're talking about. <laughs> what, what What is some of the attributes that Jesus gives us besides just kind of those giftings that we talked about? For me, it's it's to live a holy life. Mm. There are pastors that are not living a holy life. So under that guy, that, that kind of perspective, yeah. that's why I say um, uh, that pastors are not called to yes. being pastors. You, you know, what's funny. I think there's probably people here. That's like, I know a pastor that's not in their calling. Like immediately. You're yeah, like, I know yeah, they're not living a holy life. And, <laughs> yeah. But I think the thing, the whole point of this conversation is you as a Christian are called to do what a pastor is doing. Not they're not preaching or leading people. You're called to do what Jesus has called you to do. The great commission to go out and preach the gospel to all the nations baptizing people, teaching them what he taught you yeah. to love your neighbor as yourself, to love God. Yep. You are, that's your calling. Yep. Like end of discussion yeah. really is you're called to love God, love people and bring people to know him. Like yeah. that end, end of discussion. Yeah. Cause you know, what's funny is like Tony Robbins is a pastor, but he doesn't have the biblical perspective, right? Pastoring is a job. Like yeah. it's a, it's a business job. Can an accountant be a pastor? Absolutely. And what does that look like? So let's say someone's in here like, hey, I work at Panera. Right. <laughs> you know, what yeah. do you mean I'm a pastor? I yeah. serve sandwiches and soup, brother. Like, like how does how do you translate that into saying, hey, that's my career right now? That's, a, that's my job. How do I translate that into into my calling? That's a great, that's a great question. What does God say? Love God, love people. Um, he puts that in the same sentence as us being intimate with the Lord, which I believe is the ultimate goal of a Christian is to live a holy life because we can be intimate with the Lord. What does he say right after that is to love people. Mm. He doesn't say, Hey, find what makes you happy. Find a, you know, a joyous calling or a career. Find what you're made for. Find, <laughs> find what you're made for yeah. and then love people. He yeah. says, love God and love people. Um, and our circumstance can be a distraction from that if we're focused only on that. So that per person at Panera or Taco Bell, we keep, I don't know. I I mean, Taco Bell, I, I, for you guys who don't know, my first job was Taco Bell. So I, I, just, you I get it. it. Yeah. My first job was a place called Maki Fresh. So I think if you haven't worked in the food industry, then like, have you worked <laughs> Maybe before? that's your calling. Yeah, maybe that is. <laughs> exactly. Humble yourself. And yeah. Go, and go. Exactly. But I would say what, like, person working at Panera, how do you know the person coming in and ordering that, the sandwich is like, they are. Um, they're struggling with their job at JP Morgan and you can say, Hey, like, cause I know for sure I worked at a wealth management firm that a lot of people just go, they pick up the phone and go, Hey, how, how are you doing? Just as a phone starter. And every time I would answer it, it would be funny because mm -hmm. they're like, Oh, okay. Like I actually answered <laughs> yeah. it. I'm like, be careful when you ask that. Cause I'm not like, yeah. I'm going to answer it. So what if that guy is coming from JP Morgan and who, Here's, hey, how are you doing all day? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, can I, can you do this? Sell this, you know, invest in this or this. Can you uh, lend this? Like that's all they hear. And then come to Panera and the register or the guy, the re guy or girl at the register goes, hey, how are you doing today? Man, it's been a, it's been a, you know, like, oh, it's been good. No, like, you know, how are you doing? Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he gets a bad sandwich. He's like, well, my day's ruined. Like it's the simple, like we forget, like eating is like, like we have to eat. Mm-hmm. And if we get a sandwich, like if somebody's gluten free, right? Like, and you can they kill someone. you can <laughs> like, like, well, yeah. like for real, if you don't yeah. do your job well, yeah, like that's not loving people. Mm -hmm. And so if, if a guy is like, there's a reason, like, you, you know, you don't have to ask, you know, everybody, Hey, what's your allergies and all that. But if like a person is like, Hey, can I have, 
um, you know, they're trying to meet a fitness goal. Let's just get really practical. They come in, they want to go to Panera for its menu options, or they could have gone to Taco Bell or whatever it might be. They come in there and they want something specific because they probably have their own goals. They're probably on a mountaintop and you don't want to get them down to a valley because you don't want to mess up a goal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably took that too far. But anyways, my, my point is you never know how loving someone, even just through putting a sandwich together yes. or asking them how they're doing when they come in, when they probably had a pretty horrible yes. day and and, and, yes. and you can be a light in that way and love people. Yeah, so I think what you're saying is you're not made to make sandwiches, right? <clears throat> you are not born and God said, Oh, this, this person that I've created in love, like they are make made a sandwich. to make which BLTs, which like, I know that's people that are like, I love, <laughs> I'm made for this. I'm made for this. And, but I think that the whole point is it's not the fact of what you are physically doing with your hands or your mind all day mm-hmm. for your career. That's not what you're made for. Yeah. What you're made for, and God is very clear, you're made to give up your life for other people, to love people, to be like Christ, walk in holiness and love people. Mm. That's what you're made for. It doesn't matter what you have, what job you work, how much you make. You could be a pastor that's not living their calling because you have the career that reflects a calling, Mm. but your heart doesn't reflect it. Say say that again. So a career that reflects a calling. Yeah. So I think, yeah. I mean, what you hear is a lot of people say, well, my calling is, and they'll shoot out some crazy big dream career. Right. Like let's say, which dream big. And that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like you feel like, no, my calling from God is to be a baseball player, Mm. like professional athlete, my calling from God. And it's funny because you hear like when you were asked as a kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? What they're asking you really is what do you feel like you're made made, to do? mm. Like, what do you feel like you're made to do? And really, as a Christian, you're made not for a career. Yeah. You will have a career, likely. Right, right. But but here, what if you don't? Yeah. What if you never work? What if you, maybe you're a, a lady in here or a guy in here, you get married and you watch the kids. Yeah. You don't have a career. Yeah. Are you technically, do you have a society. calling? Yeah. I would say you have a, a, a really important calling to love your kids and create an example of what it looks like to love Jesus more important almost than the CEO of any company, as long as you're fulfilling your calling of loving people. Yeah. So catch this. I just kind of dropped this on my heart is, well, first of all, I encourage for those of you that don't feel like you have a calling or you're just taking care of your kids, understand that that kid you might be taking care of might be the CEO of an apple. Like you never know what the Lord is doing generationally yeah and and leadership wise right to then be of an of influence and even if they're not and and even because what in the whole cycle is i think i think oftentimes we we glorify rightly so and i use glorify in a weird way because when you're talking about jesus he's worthy of being glorified yes but i think we um we pretty up the story of jesus yes. jesus was homeless yes like he was a homeless man yeah he led no career he made no money in the eyes of society he, he legit he yeah. had nothing Yet he was the only person to live out his calling flawlessly. Yeah, wow. And his calling was, I did not have a career. I just walked around and trusted God to take care of me. Mm. And I died. Mm. Like that was it. His <laughs> calling was- And rose again. And, and rose again. <laughs> I'm like, here. <laughs> that was his calling. Yeah. But we're like, no, no, my calling is to make a lot of money. It's like, mm. well, no, probably not. Mm. Like your calling is to serve and to love and to give your life up and to treat people and love them reflective of what the gospel says, you know? And I I think that's something we have to get down to is you cannot have a job and complete your calling. I currently am unemployed. I have no paycheck. Yeah. Zero. We are on the extremes (laughs) to bring that right now. (laughs) Right. So it's, it's funny because I would say there are times while I have been employed where I have both completed my calling and I have not. Mm. And it's not because I have gotten a paycheck or not. It's not because someone is seeing it and wants to hire me. That's not my calling. My calling is, have I loved people and honored God with the time I have while unemployed? Mm. And that's my calling, to be unemployed well. Mm. My calling is to be unemployed well. Wow. Your calling is is to do whatever you do and do it reflective of what the gospel says. And I think that's such an upside, because we we say this too, which I agree with within the kingdom, right? It's an upside down cultural thought Mm -hmm. of like, I'm I'm going to do unemployment well. What? Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, what job are you looking for? Right. It's like, legit. What yeah. is that even? And, and I think that's that is a heart posture, not mm-hmm. a circumstance posture. Yeah. Um. Back to that. Right. Well, let me let me ask this. When when you have this tension though 
of of like let's say like per se right like my personal um life is i've just got engaged i'm looking into the future because right, we do have to have some type of sustainability and we're called to be yep. as men head of the household now that could you know spark maybe a that's a new episode right new episode <laughs> but i don't mean that in yeah. a sense of force i mean yeah. that in a sense of serving yeah. i want to serve my uh future wife rachel in a way to be to be held responsible in that way mm -hmm. i want to hold that well you're calling serve us her. Serve her. yes exactly totally, yeah so when when does that tension uh break down not break down when does that tension cause the tension really mm -hmm. between jesus did not like have much of an income uh it seems like to society he was unemployed yep. but he lived the most fulfilling life like he ate every day he like okay here's even a deeper question of like he didn't even have like a wife right we have wives and we're gonna have we'll have families right um that we have to take care of he technically didn't so he just kind of roamed her. so what it seems like to society not to, again we love jesus not to downgrade jesus but to society it was like what is he doing like mm -hmm. he's not building a family he's not <laughs> he, living the american dream yeah. right he's he yeah. like dude's not going for a career yeah how for those of us do we to fight that tension yeah to to provide have provision for yeah. our family um even as even as a uh a, a wife right to provide for the family like maybe it's the tension of trying to take care of the kids full time but just the the finances aren't there mm -hmm. how do how do we navigate that as, yeah as I would, how do you I would mix say. in the pra like it's almost like I mean, how do you mix in the practical of hey look i gotta make some money yeah but i want to do what i'm called which to comes do. from a calling or a career i mean yeah a career, comes from a career. Yes, yes your calling likely doesn't pay you yeah because in fact if you which look is so frustrating <laughs> <laughs> and, and i think so we'll, we'll take a break here in a minute yeah. but i think um what i really want to get to is can your calling turn into a career like it's something you're called to do. Like I'm called to love people, mm -hmm. like end all. You are too. Like if you're listening, we have the same calling. It's to love people and to present the gospel, to see people come into a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Like that's my calling. Can that turn into a career? Is that what we're, is, is my goal to make that and make money? Or is there some middle ground, like you're saying, to just, I need to just practically just get some money and love people while I do yeah. it, question mark, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so we'll get into that. So we're going to take a quick little break um, and then we'll jump right back into that. All right, so hopefully you've had some time to just think about the difference of a calling and a career and where we kind of wrapped up before the the break was can a career be a calling and can a calling be a career? Can that turn into it? And I think the answer is yes and no. Annoying, right? Like no, it's like we love this. when we talk about we love the gray. It's, it's, <laughs> it is properly gray. And I think because there's I think there's occasions on both ends, right? So one one instance comes to my mind is even in the old testament there was a priest it was a role of a priest and that was their calling for mm. the people to represent the people before god to go into the temple seek god for them on their behalf that was a that was their calling mm -hmm. but they also got paid to do it mm -hmm. if you go look a priest's a priest's income came from being a priest they took part of the offering and that was their payment mm -hmm. so for instance you could be doing your calling and get paid to do it. Mm. For instance, maybe for me, th this podcast, I'm not going to make hardly any money on this, like at all, maybe like 20 cents, right? But I'm really rolling it in. They're rolling it. Yes. I mean, if you guys, I, I mean, I'm going to start tithing on my 20 cents. <laughs> uh, so if any churches like want two cents, let me know. Uh, but I think the reality is, let's say this, this is what I feel like I'm called to do because the podcast, I feel like God's put on me to, to teach people, to love people, and I'm not making anything from this, but what if I do? Let's say this podcast just absolutely blows up and I make hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm. Again, super unlikely, but let's say I do. Could I keep doing my calling and doing the podcast by teaching and loving people mm. and get paid to do it? I think the answer is yes. However, what if God calls me to continue doing this podcast if not a single dollar comes from it? Mm. And by doing the podcast, it's not a job. It's, I feel like I'm, able to teach and love people and lead them into a deeper place with Jesus. Yeah. That's what I'm called to do. But what if I have to go get a job on the side to pay the bills in order to do what God's called me to yeah. do? And I think a perfect example is, is Paul, yep. right? So was gonna, yep. Paul was someone who was leading the churches. And Paul actually made this really petty comment. I don't know if you've, <laughs> if you've ever seen this in, in scripture. 
he's talking about getting paid and he's like look i could demand you to pay yeah me. yeah he's like <laughs> which is so cheeky bro he's yeah. like he's like honestly you guys like owe me a lot <laughs> which is so like and gaslighting him Paul. bro Paul is literally gaslighting him <laughs> you, you owe me your lives so you better pay me but he's like you know what because of the gospel yeah I don't want to become a burden. Yeah. So he literally, there's a, there's an instance where Paul went to a new town and was preaching the gospel. And because he didn't want to be a burden to the people of the town he was leading to Christ, he got a job as a tent maker. Right. Which I think was healthy. Like he wasn't like, um, uh, he wasn't like, well, like you guys aren't helping me out. I guess I got to yeah, get a job. Like, it wasn't like, I'm pissed at you. Yeah. It's like, what the heck? It was like, I, I feel like it was like a, a heart posture of like, yes. For me to be able to proclaim the gospel in the way that the Lord is calling me, I'm going to to do this career. And mm -hmm. yeah, so I and, it, and I love that example. Is it even a career? Is tent making a career? Yeah. And I think this is where you have to shift our mind is like mm. what God calls you to do might not lead you to something consistent as a career. Yeah. It could. And I think you may, listening, you may have the job you have now until you retire. Yeah. Which that's been kind of the norm for a long time. Yeah. I, I know my parents. Like my dad switched around a lot of jobs, but I know my mom pretty much stayed in one. Granted, mm -hmm. most of the time, the reason she stayed, she didn't like thoroughly enjoy it was because of the retirement plan, right? Yeah, because yeah. It's the plan put in place that kind of held people yeah, to totally. Yeah. And I think, and this is where you have worldly. To, it's like just practical. 100%. You guys need to be able to get this. And I think this is my heart more than anything is if you connect your calling to your career, what happens when you retire? does your calling retire like are you done at 65 yeah, you, you like stop doing the lord's work <laughs> yeah my calling has been completed like what <laughs> yeah. what that's a that brings up a great question like can your calling be completed when you die yeah when you're when you're but, dead but if literally you're, but if you're maybe that's like a soul search like or a heart posture moment if you think that your calling ends with career is there something there yeah like maybe maybe take a second and think about that it's like okay if I, if I am per se ending my calling with my career, like, is that a thought? Because I, I think for me, if, if it would be, I have thought like that before, quite honestly, mm -hmm. like, okay, if I can't find a career, then I'm not, then I can't be called to this. And it's going to, it's going to end. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. like I'm running out of time. Yeah. Like, like I'm in control of time, right? Yeah. I got to have this now because it's going to end someday, which yeah, who knows? We don't, we can't number our days, but yeah, maybe that's a question to, to, to it's, think it's about. true. And I think for you guys, I think there's going to be a varying audience. Some of you guys are in pretty successful careers, make a ton of money, have been doing it for a decade and are going to continue which, doing it for another two decades. Yeah. And it's amazing. But there's some of you who either don't have a job or working an hourly job that you don't like. Yep. Some of you are wanting to leave your job or are starting a new job and you need to know that what you're doing in your quote unquote career, what gives you a paycheck is not what God calls you to do. You yeah. can do your calling while it you're can there, be. yeah. but you can also waste your calling because in your career, in your career, regardless yeah. of how spiritual Wait, your career you may waste be. Waste your calling in your career. Yes. Mm. You know, and it's like, you could be an accountant and waste your calling. You could also be an accountant at the same job and fulfill the calling that God's placed in your yeah. life. Like, yeah. so for instance, my wife works at Exxon. Mm. And I think in a beautiful way, she is fulfilling the call of God for her life. Not to, I don't think God like created my wife and was like Exxon Mobil. Exxon. Like yeah. this is where my, this is where she's going to work. Yeah, yeah. And this is what she's made for. I've knitted her in, my, in her mother's <laughs> room to work at Exxon. <laughs> she knit her with a red. red, red. red. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the, the thing in that is like, I think she, while she's at her job, mm. she's able to love people, be a refresher to people, encourage one another. Like she is giving her life away to the people around her mm. and she's not getting paid to do the thing is she is not, not getting paid. To do it. She would get paid point. either way. That's she could go point. in, do her job, go home, say, screw my calling, quote unquote, For, yep. and her paycheck would not change, mm. but she can also go into her career get paid the exact same amount. She doesn't get a raise. You don't right. get a raise for doing your calling. Right. Wow. You don't get paid to do your calling. Mm -hmm. You get paid to do a job, a task, and you can do your calling in your task. Performance based. Performance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Calling has to be separated from a task. It's people. People cannot be tasks. Ooh. So you have to be able to and end it takes your time too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And you, you just have to, you have to be able to see your calling as or let me rephrase. You have to see your career as a platform to perform your calling because people exist in your career everywhere. 
I don't know any job. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Some of you guys are like, yeah, I do IT at my own company. I don't talk to a single and person. And I'm remote. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, like, okay, maybe. Dude, good luck. I could not <laughs> I do would, that. I, I think I would rather die. I would rather die. Uh, but some of you guys are like, oh, man, that's my dream. Uh, I think the reality, though, is for, for all of us, we have to understand there's three things that go into our calling. There's three ingredients, right? Mm. In order to complete your calling, you need yourself, which you have always. Yep. You need God, which... Hello, everywhere, always. always. And people, which hopefully if it's, you're doing a job, you're at least interacting with people, <laughs> serving people, around people. People are going to be involved. Yes. They have to be. Yep. So if you have those three things, you can do what God's called you to do. Yeah. If you're unemployed, are you around people? Likely, unless you're just like stuck in your home and you're not doing anything, not talking to your neighbors, doing nothing at all. Yeah. Great. If you're a mom, there's people. You have kids. Yeah. You get to influence your children and complete your calling as a mom or as a dad staying at home, whatever that looks like. If there's God, you and people, a calling is available. available. That's, that's a, that's a great perspective. Um, like I've always said that if I could have a job to just listen to people and sit down and talk, I mean, I guess podcasting is literally kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe is that my calling? Am I <laughs> are we figuring it out right now? This is it. Man. This is it. Huh? Okay, go apply. <laughs> um, that like that that if I could just get paid to do that I would and I think because See, what you just this, said if I could get paid to do what I'm called to do that'd be why amazing. Is that, why does it have to be separate? Exactly. Like, like I don't know because I mean, what are you going to do if you don't get paid for it? Are you going to do that? See, let's say you're like, man, I feel like I'm made to do this to listen to people, mm-hmm. to hear them, and to have conversation with them. I I'm made to do that. Mm-hmm. What if you never get paid to do it? Would you start doing it? Stop doing it? Like. Yeah. I think the encouragement, let's say you're 18, you don't have a job. Mm. You can do your calling. If you're 12, you can do your calling. Yep. Like you don't have to have a job. If you're retired or you're out of a job or just started a job, you can do your calling. And I think that's where it is. It's like we we instinctively, and I think it's a good thing. There's like an entrepreneurship in our brains to to create something out of nothing. Mm. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, it's that for going back to that, it's pre-fall. Yeah. Like it's it's in our it's an innate nature for mm-hmm. us to to do that. So so but I think with that, there's something in us like how can we how can we profit on something that we love to do? And yeah. that's not wrong. Right. If you're listening and you're like, man, I just love to help people a, a, in the medical field. Like I want to be a doctor. I really want to save lives. Like yeah. that's a beautiful thing. You want to serve people and save people's physical lives. Yeah. Okay, that is a calling to yeah. take care of people. Yeah. Yeah. But you're gonna get paid to do that. And there's Very nothing well. wrong with that. But let, let me ask you this. You're a doctor and someone's dying on the street mm. and you're not going to get a paycheck. No one's going to see it and give you a raise. Would you take care of them? That's, and yeah. it's like your heart has to be in a place where it's like, I'm made to help people, not made to get paid for it. Wow. You know, and that has to be a distinction or else you're going to be entitled to pay and to performance. Serve. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, you see that person struggling on the side of the street, right? Not saying you have to. You know, be Do the you have insurance, sir? Like, yeah. What? <laughs> oh god, Blue Cross Blue, Blue Shield. Who, who, who is it? Who is it? Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm out of network. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Not oh. a knock on the that's dude. That is so good. Like, oh my gosh. But I mean, we're not like. Every person you see is not necessarily you have to be the good Samaritan every time, right? But, but like, yes, I think a, a great heart check is like. If, if that is the case, then where is your heart? Like mm-hmm. where back to the whole idea of it's a heart posture of if, you know, and it's easier said than done. Right. So you never really know unless you come into the certain, certain, um, you know, circumstance. But <clears throat> I think that's, I think that's a great point. I, I, I know, you know, we're not sponsored. If you want to do it, <laughs> this is our you know the podcast here, but the Alabaster Co is a great example of, of something that, seems like just a a a um um a calling versus career but they kind of turned it into a career they take scripture i don't know if you've heard of it yeah Alabaster, they make really and they make things. really beautiful yeah. art and out and, of scripture right? out, of, out yeah. of scripture exactly which people look at that and go well i can just buy a bible for that but they they've kind of created this little niche and, and made a profit and you know some like super like yes you know there's nothing demonic about There's, making money. Can we just like say that? Like, yes. Like if you're rich, good for you. Yeah. Like, but also, would you love people if no money came? Okay. That's just you have to. That's a and that's a great that's a great question. Um, great question to ask. And a, and a and I think a continuing question. Like, if you're listening to this and you say like, absolutely, ten years from now. Ask that same question because you never know. Mm. Because that Hebrews two is there's a deception 
in our hearts. Our hearts are, are because of sin, we naturally are inclined to answer that question as like, yeah, or no, I would, I would not. Right. That's our, unfortunately, yeah. like, you got to recognize that because if you don't recognize that, that's where the enemy is going to attack mm-hmm. because, or let's, the devil's going to attack, um, is, is deception is you can't see it. And so that is a question that we need to keep when we're yeah. soul searching for me personally too, is like in our, in our career and calling and trying to decide mm-hmm. what that looks like. Cause as, as we have, we have, we have concluded essentially for me is it, it is separate, but it can be the same. Mm-hmm. And we're all called to love, love God, love people. Um, but we have to continue to have a heart check of like, yes. where's the money? And that's a whole nother Dude, it's podcast. Weird. So, right so there. even in that, right. So I've had this weird tension recently. Right. So I'm, again, I'm unemployed. Yeah. And there's been times where I've, people ask me, Hey, like you're, you're a great teacher. Can you come teach at XYZ? X, yep. And there are times where maybe they say, Hey, we can pay you. And maybe there's times where they're like, we have nothing to offer you. Mm-hmm. Like, can you still teach? And there's this weird tension because you have to balance a practical of like, I've got bills. Yeah. But I also am a teacher because God's created me to teach. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, that's it's, a whole, this, that's it's like a whole nother weird, conversation. Weird thing, right? Of like, if I'm teaching, do I need to be paid for it? Mm-hmm. But also, I can't just teach, 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 teach and give myself away. Mm-hmm. And have no money coming in. I mean, maybe I could. Maybe that's something I do need to shift. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, how do I offer who I am and what God's gifted me to do and make a living off Back of it? Back to that and provisions the question. Because yeah, right? you of the can day, do a Paul thing where you're like, okay, I'll go work at Taco Bell to make a little extra money while I'm, you know, yes. when I'm on my off hours, go yeah. like be the tent maker. Sure. And, but it's, it's, I think it's twofold. I have seen people who have loads of money. They had a really incredibly successful career. They've made loads of money. And then they go and they serve in a non-paid role Mm -hmm. serving people. Because Um, at at Woodlands Church, where I used to work, there's a guy named Vince Walker. He used to to work at HEB, from what I understand, was pretty high up and did a great job, had a pretty incredible career. He came on because he's really passionate about media and online ministry. He took a role unpaid at the church. Wow. Because his heart was like, I don't, you don't, I don't need the money. Yeah. And I think that's where it is. Is like, what do you need the money? Because mm-hmm. if you need the money, then there has to be some pairing of what you're giving and you have to offer and what it can take care of you with. Yeah. But then also it's like, if you're doing it just for money, then there's this weird thing. Yeah. Cause we got to catch ourselves too. Cause the first thought I have is like, you know, what if somebody's listening and go, okay, well, what if all I want to do is make money for the next 10 years and then I'm going to serve the Lord. You yes. see, I think that's where also we got to be careful as well. It's yeah. like, because it, at the end of the day, man, some of it gets down to just society and our culture. The U.S. has created this entrepreneurial spirit, which I love. I'm totally like into that. Yeah. Um, and it, it's hard. It's rewarding at times because I'm a part of a small company now, and there's some cons, and, and you know, mm-hmm. and and it's hard. And but it, this entrepreneurial spirit within within the cultural and societal standard. I mean, look at the top companies in the world they started as as startups right yeah. there they they've gone from nothing to something which that's scripture right yeah um creating nothing from something that's in innate nature from us from the lord i believe yeah. um but the whole point of it is is like it it, it, it back to that question is a heart it, you got you have to reevaluate over and over again because yeah. again you can have somebody that says okay i'm just going to focus on money i'm going to take care of my family but i want to make $5 million in the next 10 years, retire. And then, and, and then, then I'll, I'll, then I'll go the to the church. Then I'll serve the Lord. Yes. I say about that. What you just said is if you ever say, I'll do this, then mm. you're, you're, you missed it. You yeah. missed it. Entirely. It's like transaction versus you're, relational. 100. You're equipped to do everything God's called you to do at any stage in your life, no matter what, no questions asked. Mm. If you're making millions of dollars, you can do what God's, God's called you to do. If you're broke and homeless, you can do what God's called you to do. Like there's no situation. I can literally think of no situation besides rebellion where you cannot complete God's calling for your life. Mm. Like nothing. Besides ooh. And 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 for for us you have to be able to see like that mindset of then. You'll hear a lot of people like, "Well, I want to kind of enjoy my life. Then, then I'll I'll wow. do the whole Christian thing." Yeah. It's like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait. You're missing the point." Yeah. Because there is life found in what God has given you and what he's called you to do and mm. and life within him. 
it's not a this then. Yeah. It's like, and a lot of people are like, well, I want to make a lot of money and then I'll honor God with my money. It's like, if you don't do it now, you're not gonna do it then. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'll do my calling then. If you're not doing it now, you won't, won't do, do it, it then. then. Mm. So if you're listening, if you're not completing your calling today, you're not gonna do it when you get your dream career. Right. If you're gonna be a professional athlete, and like you're on the way there. If you're not doing it while you're in the minor the leagues there. Yeah. or while you're practicing, you won't do it there right. because it's a heart position. Like you mentioned, it's not a, a place you get to. It's a heart position that remains wherever you're at. Yes. Uh, and it's just existing in whatever space you're at, whether yes. you're a celebrity or a no name, yeah. whether you're rich or broke, you can complete God's calling because it's not tied to a paycheck or it's not tied to a role. Or, right. It's not tied to a position. It can't mm -hmm. be mm -hmm. because, and, and I think that the, the simple thing, we said this already, if it's tied to something, then it can be removed. Oof. because you can get fired. You could lose your job. The economy could just go to crap and you could just have nowhere to work and you could retire. Like if your calling's tied to a career, it's so fickle and mm -hmm. God's calling for your life is consistent from day one to the day you die. Yes. So if it can be removed by a person, it's not a calling. Yeah. If you can clock out of it, it's not a calling. Right. If you can start or stop it, it's not a calling. A calling right. is something consistent, placed on you, regardless of where you go and what right. you do. Yeah, I think the because we keep mentioning that heart posture, and somebody is probably listening and, and can go, well, how do I measure that? Mm. The measurement is is uh, is measured by identity. Mm. Is is where where is your identity? If you could remove blank, how what would be your emotional state? Yeah. So yeah. if you could <laughs> yeah. if you Okay, I'm sit down and think if you're driving or if you're on the couch or if you're just at work, you know, at your career and you're listening, mm -hmm. take a second. And if you could remove blank, be honest, what would you emotionally be? How would I actually yeah, be? That's good. And I think that would help you understand where your heart posture is. Totally, totally. Um, and to get you to that point of identification of your identity to then be able to say, can I love people in this way? Yeah. Um, so well, I think and, and if, stages if in something that. in that is spurring you to the, the, the episode I just did and released yesterday is the idea of surrender, right? And yeah. the idea of fighting words. Yeah. And yes. if something yeah. is a fighting word for you, it's that probably because it's not surrendered. Mm. Um, and I think, so if that's spurring something in you and challenging you, I, I want to challenge you, go back and listen to the one called um, surrender, fighting words in hidden rooms. Go listen to that one. Cause I think that will get you to a place where you're able to say, is there something in me off limits? Yeah. And a lot of people, why I think this conversation is so fruitful, a lot of people, their fighting word is their career. Ooh. They will not you mentioned that. give it you mentioned that up. Yeah. 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 So it's like, if your job is your idol, ooh, like if your money, the paycheck, the things that are coming to you from your career, if your title is something that you hold near and dear, yeah. Man, like your heart position is not going to be able to be free to love people because that's what you love and you love your title. And again, to reiterate, it's not because money is bad, career is bad. Like, mm -hmm. we're not saying these things are unholy, but to be able to live in that through holiness, you've got to have the right heart posture, or you, you've got it's 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 a reorder of priorities, not a taken away of priorities. It's not a, it's not a replacement. It's a reorder mm -hmm. of the heart. Right. Yeah. Cause we're not saying now it could be though, like, like you said earlier, we're not saying if, um, you know, you listen to this and you just like, like if you're selling drugs on the street, I'm a right? hitman. Yeah. I'm, I'm a hitman. <laughs> like I can, I can, <laughs> I can serve the Lord by killing people. Like, like, well, that's a whole, his military. Anyways, I, my mind just goes way off, but you, we get the point of like, yeah. if it's unholy to the Lord in your career, yes, you change it may that, change right? your career, yeah. It, it, and in that heart posture, it may change your career. Yeah. But we're not saying it is inherently bad in the situation you're in or because you are focused on money. But again, it's, it's, it's not, it's the reordering of the position um, rather than the replacement of mm -hmm. it. And it could be a replacement because yeah. some things in scripture, right? When, when the Lord is talking about uh, a purity and, and sexual sin, like he says, run from run the other direction flee, yeah. right and so if, if you've got to flee this thing don't be afraid like if it's if you're thinking you're praying through this and you're discerning and talking to community and you're talking to mentors like mm. and you're and you're wanting to get out of this then then it, it shouldn't be and you're and then fear comes don't let that be the stop like yeah. don't let that be the 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 you know what stops you from leaving right yeah. if it's fear search that out it could be a healthy fear mm -hmm. right um but if you're if you're doing a reordering of your priorities in, in a heart posture, and then fear comes about, 
understand what that like what is that fear right because i think a lot of people you know the church really puts that on on a pedestal of like if it's fearful like get out of it like Mm. run through it right but some could be healthy fear i I know in my life like if if you see a car coming you're like i'm just gonna jaywalk whatever like fear it it takes you away from from a car hitting you right so there could be some healthy fear but not to get into that too much but it's i think to your point though it's it's like order if you kind of what Jacob, I think is saying is if you have a job and God's telling you to leave your job, what you're called to do is obey him. Yeah. Like obey him. So leave, don't worry about fear. Don't worry about your paycheck. God will take you're care of you. You're not cornered. Yes. You're not but, stuck. But also if you feel like, oh, I just feel like my career is like a waste. Like I'm not doing any of my calling. It's like, that's your heart that I'm needs to change, that, yeah. not your job. Wow. It can be, but I think we immediately say, well, I should just be a pastor or a teacher or, or an evangelist. And then, and then I'll be doing my calling. It's right. like, no, no, your heart needs to shift and re-see what your calling is, which can be done at any career, unless you're a hitman. Don't be a hitman. Yeah, don't be a hitman. Um, yeah. So, hey, I want, we want to kind of wrap up, but I want to just kind of um, give you guys a couple things uh, to think about, to process. One of the, the scriptures I love, it's, it's a prayer of David in Psalms. He said, Lord, search my heart and mm-hmm. find if there's any way that offends you. And I want to challenge you with your jobs. It's a touchy thing, right? Your job, your career. It's something that likely will take up at least 30 or 40 years of your lifetime. That's a serious, serious it, commitment. It is. Yeah. So with that, just say, God, I, I want to give you, I'm going to do a, a lot of time working. Like I'm going to spend a lot of time working. I want to honor you with it. So search yeah. my heart. Is it me that needs to change? God, is it my job that needs to change? I just want to challenge you. Just be open and say, yeah. God, you have access to my career. If it's something that you want me to start something, stop something, to have nothing, mm. Lord, I give it to you and, and search my heart. And then lastly, I want to just invite you guys to have a conversation continuing with me and Jacob. Um, Jacob's Instagram. What's your Instagram? If people want to DM yeah, it. It's like JB Phillips underscore whatever. Or what's easy too? If you go to Harley's Instagram and search <laughs> Jacob, Jacob Phillips. Easy. There you go. Hey, okay. Jacob Phillips. Yeah. Um, and, and we'd love to just continue a conversation with you guys. I think the goal again is just to start conversation. So maybe something sparked in you and you're like hey i'd love to keep talking about that yeah, i would love reach it. out to me or jacob yeah. i know both of us would love to get coffee and hang out and, and continue that conversation i think we both are in a very unique role or i'm unemployed and and jacob has a career and is trying to figure out how yeah, to honor awesome. and 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 what he's supposed to do so yeah. within that i think we we would be a good resource not to give you an answer but to have a conversation discussion yeah. um so yeah we love you guys and i know that a lot of y'all have uh, careers that you're wrestling through dreams that you want to fulfill and mm. Just want to say, go for it. Don't be worried about it. Don't be fearful. Don't let uh, a desire for money or don't think that, oh, you're making a lot of money. You must be greedy. Like just honor what God says, submit to him and give him access and then use your career to complete the the calling that God's placed on you. So we love you guys. Um, Jacob, thank you for for jumping in and doing this. Uh, Your perspective is is healthy and awesome and I appreciate it. So um, again, reach out to us. We love you guys. Have an awesome, awesome day. See ya. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for joining us on the Beautiful Gray Podcast. If you would, we have an Instagram. It's called at the Beautiful Gray Podcast. No spaces, nothing crazy in between, all one word. Um, on top of that, we'd love for you guys to just be a part of the discussion. So even if you don't want to be on the episode, share your comments, text me, reach out to me, let me know what you think, and be a part of the discussion. And then lastly, I have a book coming out. It's going to be called Rightly Reckless, which is going to be a continued discussion in written form for those of you who just want to read. Uh, of the discussions essentially that we're going to have here. So looking forward to that. Stay tuned for next episodes. Follow us on Instagram. Love you guys. See ya.